Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. I'm back. She's back. <laughs> she's, she's in person. Back in person. And of course, Coach Branner, producer Branner, is in the house as well. As, al- as always. And you know, if you just tuned into the show, thank you for joining us. Um, really want to encourage you to share this with others. If you're a consistent listener and this has added value to your life and you enjoy it, do us a favor, share this with your friends. I mean, we're on every streaming platform you can imagine. So go ahead and share it with somebody. You can actually, I text it to people all the time. If I hear a good episode, I'll just like hit the share button. I'll text it out to somebody. Um, very easy, very convenient, but thanks for tuning in. If you're brand new to the show, really want to encourage you. If you're not driving, like go to our website, fivestarlife.org and learn more about how you can get involved in the mission of Five Star Life, which is changing the face of culture. We're reaching tens of thousands of students. Mia, we just got the numbers from Aubrey, our executive director. Mm -hmm. Pretty exciting. So 27,000 kids on a weekly basis that we're impacting uh, over the last year. Wow. Just fun. That is fun. You think about where we started, you know, with with 50 kids, you know. (laughs) know? It's just been incredible. So uh, uh, just just very excited and even proud of, of this organization um, and to be associated with it. Again, if you're uh, new to this, go to fivestarlife.org, learn more, get involved, bring Five Star to a school or to your group or community. There's so many different ways we can do that now. We're scalable, but super excited to dive into the show. Now, you and Brandon have done some traveling since I've gone. We've yeah. been on the road. Yeah, where yeah. have you gone? So we went to, uh, let's see, Friday we were um, in Rossville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, just curious if anybody knows where Rossville, Indiana is. I do not. I Most people I talk to have never heard of Rossville. Um, uh, I now know where it is. Yes. And it is it is not a destination that you go through on your way to anywhere. It's like you going to Rossville, you're going there on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, but just a quaint little town, great small community, and... Um, Man, just incredible leadership, incredible staff. And so we had the honor of meeting all of their kids. Well, actually, we did, I think, sixth and seventh grade. We had just kind of some special assemblies for them. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was good. It was, it's a nice little school. You pull up and elementary, middle school, high school, all are in one building. But it's a beautiful building when you pull up to it in this nice little small town. Um, they gave Coach Seth about the coolest entrance I've ever seen. Really? Did we get it on we camera? Did. Yeah, we awesome. recorded it. Yeah, they, they had, so they had all the kids in the cafeteria and they, they had this hype man come in. One of the teachers is kind of their, their, their school hype man. And he like got them all excited and then gave them like some, some stern warnings. Like we're going to be respectful and kind. Also, we're going to be excited, but nobody is at any time to stand up out of your seat and rush coach Seth. You're going to stay seated. He's going to come around. <laughs> it was Aww. so funny listening to the instructions. I think be kind had to be said three times. <laughs> It's funny because schools are often worried mm-hmm. about, like, especially middle school and maybe some high school students, they're worried, like, are they going to be mean to this guy? Because mm-hmm. that's the way kids can be. But it never ha- I mean, it's rare that kids are mean. 
No, um, kids are usually if they've been going through the curriculum, kids are excited to see Coach. Coach Seth is a celebrity mm-hmm. when he walks through those doors. And then they had this music going, and then that was my cue to walk in. Aww. So that was that was that uh, was very very kind of them. It was funny. That's no, exciting. It, it made for a really cool video. So we it's gonna go on our website. Uh, the little beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. So it was fun. You know, the the highlight of of these site visits, though, Mia, is just meeting the students and hearing their stories. And anytime, so and people can um, relate to this who are listening. If you watch a TV show or a movie, you feel like you know the character because you're watching them. Um, some of your favorite personalities and celebrities, you feel like you know them if they're on a podcast or something. Like, I think people that listen to this show, you you get a sense for like, if you'd see me, you'd be comfortable talking to me because you know quite a bit about me and my family and Five Star. And so we could have an easy conversation. So that's really how it works with the schools we visit. The conversation just kind of flows. And, you know, the first table I went to, um, or the first row I went to, it was a group of students um, and, and sixth graders, and they just automatically, sixth and seventh graders, they begin to just kind of share their story. And that's mm-hmm. the cool thing for me is I'm a big story person. I love to hear people's stories. Um, I, I love hearing why people are where they are and where they're going. And this group of girls, there's four girls, and the one girl just started by saying, yeah, I, so I, I, um, my, my, my mom, um, is she was taken away to, to prison when I was young. And then my dad, he dropped me and my brother off on the side of the road and, and drove away. Oh my God. And I mean, I'm just like, what? And so you, you, you hear these stories of these kids who, and then the next girl, um, she had just lost um, both parents to a fire. Mm. Um, uh, I'm sorry, a, a parent to a fire. And another person had lost somebody in another way. Like they're all dealing with this incredible loss and rejection and abandonment. And um, it's just, it's just always, I always, I call them the invisible children, the invisible people of society that we forget about. We're so busy in our own lives and going to schools is just so um, engaging. It engages you in life. It engages you in the real world because most of us just are oblivious to the world around us and the people we rub shoulders with on a day-to-day basis, they have stories and there's stuff going on. And it just reminds me of why we do what we do. And um, I hope people listening, I hope, hope one of the things that you get, one of the benefits you get from listening to this show is that you are able to contemplate um, what your role is to give back to people in in this world to make it better. One thing that always amazes me, and I think that our curriculum does such a great job with, is allowing those kids to tell their story. They feel comfortable enough to, you know, most kids withdraw. I mean, my gosh, that's some trauma. And they should, you know what I mean? Everybody would think that they would just, you know, go in a corner and not tell their story. But I love that they feel like you're their, your friend. And um, they do share that story. And, and I'm always amazed how you are incredible with kids. Uh, just you're, you, you have the, just a wonderful spirit, a loving spirit. And I know they feel that. So, Thank you. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, th- I thought producer Brandon was going to say something. <laughs> Sorry about that. I thought he was going to add something too. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I agree. The 
the other part of it though is that those stories and going to schools and going on those visits is what separates our curriculum and that's where we get a lot of our ideas and it makes it so we're not just in this office thinking up what we want to think up we're going and having these conversations and finding out what kids are really struggling with and I mean sometimes we find out that we're talking about things they're already struggling with but they bring up things that oh we didn't think about how kids are struggling with tests or they have test anxiety we've talked about other forms of anxiety but we haven't talked about that so we we get to these visits and we get to find out what these kids are struggling with and then we get to make our curriculum better yeah, so you have these heavy conversations with kids, and then the next table over, I've got a seventh grade boy. This he's like a beast. <laughs> he's just this huge, like strong kid, and this group of guys, and they're all pumped up, like, "Go, Seth, go, Seth! You got to arm wrestle this guy." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" He, he's just smiling at me, big smile. He's like, "Yeah, arm wrestle me, Coach Seth." I'm like, "Dude, I I can't arm wrestle you. That's bad for my image. Like, getting beat by a seventh grader is not on my bucket list." <laughs> And they're laughing, so they're thinking, okay, Coach Seth is not going to do this. And I'm like, all right, let's do I sat down. I'm like, let's do this. And uh, we went at it. This kid was so strong. I, I, when Before it started, I did not have a lot of faith in you, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have had Thank a lot you. of faith in myself. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have done it. I was just, just like, on you know the chance what? that I would lose. I wouldn't have done yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? This is going to be good for kids either way. If I win or if I lose, like, they're going to love it. So, like, beating Coach Seth will be a highlight. If everybody thinks I'm a weakling, that's not helpful to my, my, my ego. But they're going to love it. They'll never forget it. Um, I assume you won. I, I did win. I, I pulled it out. Um, I, I actually just, I started strong. Use the old man leverage. <laughs> that old man strength is starting to kick in. <laughs> and I just, I just... I just took advantage of his of his immaturity, and I just slammed him down. I was one inch from the table. I quick, just kind of almost like, what's that movie with Sylvester, uh, Sylvester Stallone, that old movie from the 90s where they arm wrestle? Do you watch that movie? Mm-mm. Okay. Somebody out there, I was please. I in the if 90s, you, so don't ask me. Sorry, millennials. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Sylvester Stallone is like this, this trucker. Who's, who, 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 you know, he's trucker, but he goes to arm wrestling tournaments. He's like this arm wrestling champ. Anyways, he pins people, slams their, their wrist. That's what I was feeling like in that moment. But the guy wouldn't let me. Yeah, he got he one inch it. off the table and he fought it for like 40 seconds. I'm like, dude, kids, just give up. <laughs> but he wouldn't. He's a five-star kid. He would Aww. not give up. And it was, it was, it was hilarious. All right. We, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with more. We're going to tell you a little more about some of our visits to, site, uh, to schools and some of the in, in engagement we had with kids. Go to 5starlife.org on the break. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my co-host, Coach Mia. And coach and producer Brandon is in the house as well. Uh, thank you. Uh, first segment, we were talking about, you know, some of the adventures Five Star Life has been on. We have so much going on this spring. So Friday, we had a site visit to one of our partner schools, Rossville uh, Middle School, Junior Senior High School. And and then Saturday, Brandon, you were, I was out of town, mm-hmm. but we had like 160 Five Star Life uh, basketball uh, players and coaches up at Summit. Yeah, it was probably about 170, I think, when Bray gave the number he we were all kind of like, you're going to bring how many kids to Summit? And, and no, it was great. Um, we had 
everyone, almost everyone was wearing a five-star, like either their five-star basketball warm-up or some type of five-star shirt. So it was just flooded with kids wearing five-star shirts. And they were, because we had so many, we were doing everything. Like they were on every part of our campus. Mm -hmm. They were at equine. They were doing nature hikes. They were on the ropes course. They were on the rock wall. They were doing archery and uh, hatchet throwing. They were out on the lake. They were fishing. It was, if you went anywhere on the property, you saw five-star basketball kids and you saw them wearing five-star shirts. So it was a really cool day. Um, I tried to go around and take as many pictures as I could. I got a lot of pictures of girls because I was mostly with the girls teams, but um, girls were kissing fish and <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and, Catch uh, it! You kissed it at summit. They they may or may, may not have ate a worm. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> they're uh, they they were a fun group. We do not encourage that, but no. <laughs> we can't stop I, it. I can't say whether they did or didn't do it, but it might have happened. Oof. May or may not have happened. Uh, I talked to one of our coaches yesterday, and he just said, oh, my gosh. It was it was Coach Troy. Mm-hmm. He's like, it was amazing. We had the best time. He's like, every kid of mine, all 10 players there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. He said the connections that were made and just the fun they had and just getting outside. He said, so many of these kids have never been in an environment like that. Absolutely. Like so many new experiences, shooting a bow and arrow or throwing a hatchet or catching a fish. Like these are experiences that – you know, my, my generation, a lot more of us grew up with some of these experiences. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, today's culture with phones and Netflix, they're just not motivated to do those things. Yeah, there's so, a lot of them not going outside and, and just experiencing the outdoors for, for whatever reason. Um, I talked so my team practiced the next day. So I we kind of ended abruptly. Like, there, it was just kind of – there were so many kids, and it, it, we just kind of left it um, – so I talked to him a little bit when we got to practice the next day and just wanted to recap it. And one thing that was really cool was, um, so we went, we went on the ropes course and a couple of our, my, my players on my, my top team. So they're juniors in high school. They're going to be seniors. There's a couple of them that they're on the, uh, the, the top level of the ropes course. And, which is over 40 feet in here. And they were, pushing each other to like the toughest elements and like trying to do it the right way. So uh, what's the one with like the pogo sticks where you're like, it's like one of the hardest Mm -hmm. obstacles and you have to do it without touching the wires and both of them did it. And, but it was like, they are pushing each other and like cheering each other on. I was like, you don't like, you don't go through that with each other and like come out of it and not be closer Mm -hmm. and not be closer teammates and better teammates. And so we just had a conversation about how important it is that, you guys got to get to know each other outside of these the basketball court off of a court you got to hang out with each other get to know each other in a, in a new way and to come away you can't come away from that and not be better teammates and understand each other better for sure yeah there there was um so much impact on that day you know, you think about a basketball program where they're just a couple tournaments into their schedule. So they have whatever, seven to eight tournaments. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of towards the beginning. They're still building relationships and it's such a powerful tool. Um, we have a lot of different groups that come and, and utilize that just for that purpose alone. Um, but the skill development in the, in the spark, mm-hmm. you know, it helps their imagination. If you, if you aren't exposed to certain things, you can't imagine those things. So that's the other part I love about the day. That, that's one of the uh, pieces of feedback one of our coaches had. 
you said kids were saying, well, why, why can't we do this? Or what, they're walking past different things that we do out there. Like, can we do that? Well, why don't we get to do everything? And he's like, because yeah. it would take you like two weeks to do everything. And that's why. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. I mean, every group that doesn't get to do something once they're like, mm-hmm. why can't we do this? We wanted to do this. And uh, that's just another reason to come back to summit. Amen. It, Exactly. So we had a we had a great day, and then uh, Monday, bright and early, we went over to New Prairie Middle School, which was a lot of fun too. And I was there bright and early because I misunderstood what time I was supposed to be there. And there's a time change; they're on Central Time over there. Were you there at like four a.m. or <laughs> no? Uh, I told Seth I, in my text. I just said I'll meet you there. He thought I was meeting him somewhere to for me to ride with him from that spot, and I meant I'll meet you. At the school. I said there. I didn't say school, so I was not specific. <laughs> and so his reply to me was, okay, 7.15. So I got to the school at 7.15. That's uh, when he wanted to leave the meeting spot. Here it is. Do you want to meet somewhere <laughs> to ride to New Prayer or just meet me at the school? And I sent a map to a Martin supermarket. Do you want to meet here or just meet at the school? Well, the I that, can meet you there, as in the map. That's that what con- I'm thinking. That confused me too because there was a delay from when I got the map oh. and when I got the I got the map first by itself, and I was like, "Why is Coach Seth sending me a map of uh, Martins?" So like that 20 second delay between texts really threw you off. Like they can't be connected. He can't be referring to the map. Brandon, hopefully you're, you, and I don't think you are, but there's those people out there that would have just answered yes to those texts. I'm always like, yes to what? Essentially, that was my answer. Yeah. It was yes. I'll, clarify. I'll meet you oh, somewhere, but I didn't clarify where I was meeting. So I got there really early because so Seth calls me and he's like, hey, or he texted me and said, I'm between the gas station and the grocery <laughs> store. And I was like, in, in New Prairie? <laughs> Do they still have the cows out front? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you pull into cows. It's so cool. It's the I warmest welcome ever. You got these big, you know, beef cows right there. Yeah. That's so, good. So a- anyways, we, we got there and um, we got to mingle with a bunch of kids. And that's, you know, if you can picture, you know, a few hundred kids all wanting selfies at the same time. Um, that's, that's exactly the visual of, of, of that. It was super fun. Got to meet so many kids. First time ever, Mia, you'd have loved this cause you're a stylist, you're a designer. Uh, yeah. There was these girls that, that made their own five-star t-shirts. Like they, they put our logo on it. It actually looked good. Those was the right color. It looked good. They actually made their own five-star t-shirts and then they want, they wanted me to sign it. Oh, I love that. Okay. Is that the school that did the shrine to you? Yeah, they're no, a creative yeah, school. They, yeah, they, they always have something. <laughs> I love it. I walked into the school one time. This is several years ago, and they're like, "Coach Seth, come here." And they took me into the corner, and I'm like, "What are we?" What are, and they were kind of quiet. It was kind of mysterious, and I'm like, "What? What are we doing over here?" And they took me over, and there's this little shrine to Coach Seth, and I'm like, "I don't know if I'm going to drop dead from this. <laughs> if I should be honored, I was I was very honored. It was very." It was, I remember, it was their teacher was like, "They are so proud. They yeah. did a great job. They did a great they job." Like you. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, if if you're one of those kids that created that, like we still have that posted in our office. <laughs> so we, it, it's it's very cool. They had this like cutout card of my my face. Oh, Whoever drew I, that was incredible. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, that does look like you. Uh-huh. I've always wondered what that was. Yeah. It was a shrine. <laughs> so so it, it was fun. There too, I mean, the, the uh, we, we got to get feedback from kids. That's a, one of the main things we do when we're with kids is getting their feedback. And it was incredible to hear sixth graders um, 
that's the group we spent the most time with because mm-hmm. that's at the end of the year they're hoping it has the most impact carrying forward on them as seventh graders and eighth graders in leadership, and so they gave us the most time with sixth graders. But I mean, probably I had to cut them off after about fifteen minutes because they were giving so much feedback on what impacted them, like how it helped them. Mm-hmm. So from it, it helped me rule, and this, this is exact verbiage. Coach Seth, this lesson helped me rule anxiety. Coach Seth, this lesson helped me rule relationships with my siblings, with my parents, with bullies. Coach Seth, this helped me, helped me with motivation. They had so many different things that they would expound upon how it helped them. It was very, very fun to hear. It's really cool when students like buy into the language of the of the lesson, like using rule. Like that's so it's really cool to see that. And then we got great feedback, like on topics. What do you wish that Five Life would talk about? Amazingly, it was motivation. It was dealing with loss. So many kids mm. have said, would you talk further? Like you talked about how to deal with loss, but can you go deeper? Because I lost so-and-so. I had two boys that they lost um, both their parents. Just absolutely tragic. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia and Coach Producer Brandon. All the above. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Uh, So we've been talking about some of our site visits to some of our uh, school partners where they're implementing, if you're brand new to this show, go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about how you can get involved volunteering. We need more volunteers. We need people that have a heart for kids, that want to help kids, or maybe you have a heart for families. You want to help families. Uh, so we need volunteers to work with kids with families. We need volunteers for all kinds of projects, whether it's uh, working with our blacksmithing program, working with equine on the ropes course, archery, uh, grounds team. We have so many areas of need. Uh, would love for you to get involved. Go to fivestarlife.org. Also, if you're listening to some of the things we're saying about the impact it's having on kids, and you want to bring Five Star Life to your school, your community, go to fivestarlife.org and, and learn more about video curriculum, how that can come to your community. It's a game changer. Very powerful. Um, you can be a catalyst for that. One of the things I want to refer back to, we were talking about the site visits. It's so fun to talk to educators. You know, there's a lot of bad pub in uh, in our culture right now with with education and with educators specifically. We, we, we tend to, you know, unfortunately, the news makes money off of fear and negativity. And so you hear about all these bad teachers, all these bad things happening in schools. And, man, I tell you what, when we go, we see the good. We see so many great things. And we just meet these incredible teachers who are so committed. Met a, a woman who, she, she was a, um, I think she's a counselor, psychologist, therapist, um, for, for a, um, for a hospital. 
Oh, yeah. And then she, just before COVID, she felt like she was led to change careers and start working with kids. And then boom, COVID hit, things shut down, and there was all this stuff that went on. And Rossville dealt with crazy amount of loss. Like they had a fire that killed a couple students. They had an accident that killed a student. They had like three people die it was within like, a period of like, like three weeks. Like three weeks. Oh it was gosh. it was crazy. And like this, it's, it's so intri- intriguing because she was just brought on like maybe a month or two before that. Like the timing of her being there, mm-hmm. and it's like she was in the right place at the right time where she was, you know, she her major was like in grief counseling. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. I mean, that was her mission. Her calling was to help kids. And she was there at the right time. Um, met a teacher yesterday who came up and introduced herself and just said, thank you so much. Um, she's, she teaches um, a special needs class. And she said, man, I, I just love the curriculum. I love everything that Five Life stands for and teaches. It's so necessary. It's so needed. Like I see the impact it's having on my, on my students. And I just want to, want to introduce myself and say thank you. So just people that are so kind and the people that are in the trenches every day, um, well, media complains about education and rips on education. There are people who are passionate and who are fighting for these kids. And it's just, we get to see it all the time. It's so ins- inspiring. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, hey, I want to shift gears a little bit and try to jump into a lesson. We, we're in our studio and we have like this TV slash radio studio. So we, we move about 15 feet over to our radio spot. <laughs> and um, But we filmed the lesson today. We're filming a new series. Um, our theme that kids will go through here shortly is, is themed breakthrough. And when you think about a breach in the wall of an enemy, when you think about shattering or breaking uh, an expectation, or you think about an achievement or an improvement or an advancement in your life, that that's what we want every lesson to flow through. How do we help kids break through and get to the next level? And we're doing a series that we're spending seven lessons talking about how to break through in motivation. As we've gone school to school from, you know, Indiana to Florida, that's one of the reoccurring themes is Coach Seth, I have no motivation. Or teachers saying, Coach Seth, these kids have very low motivation to learn to do anything, partly because of technology, which we know. And if you're a parent out there, I really want to encourage you to think about this. You know, I've mentioned this many times. These technology companies, they hire high-level psychologists who understand the dopamine loop, where they know if you do certain things, if you, if you uh, get kids to do certain things, it's going gonna, it's gonna to dick them. It's going to cause a dopamine hit that will get them to come back to the screen or the technology or the game. That's how they build technology. That's, that's what it does. So it's built for addiction because that's how they monetize us. And so long story short, so many teachers say kids have lost motivation. Well, I believe it's because, and I've been talking about this for five years, I mean, really since smartphones have become a part of kids' regular uh, mm-hmm. daily lives, I've been saying, watch out for this. It's going to change their brain. It's going to rewire their brains. that They're no longer motivated to do real life because it's just way more exciting to swipe right. So motivation is, is a core focus. This lesson piggybacked on the first lesson. Motivation actually is, is birthed 
by using your imagination, which again, technology is killing their imagination. They're becoming zombies. So imagination is the thing that births imagination. So I told everybody, excuse me, in the last uh, podcast, I really encourage everybody to get a thinking chair, a place where you can go to think and just think thoughts, put your phone down, turn off the noise, get away from people for, for even if it's for five or 10 minutes, but get quiet and start to tap into your imagination. Imagine what you want in your life to be different. Dream about it. Think about it. But lesson two focuses on this important point. If anybody took me up on my challenge, listening to the show, and you actually created a spot, a little space to think, and you, you dreamed a little bit, you used your imagination a little bit, but maybe you're like, Coach Seth, it didn't work. I didn't develop any, and even an ounce of motivation. And I would say that's, that's for two reasons. First is, whatever you imagined or envisioned either wasn't exciting enough or big enough. That could be part of the problem. If it's not exciting, if it doesn't enthrall you, you won't be moved to action. The other reason, number two, is because you may have a big vision. It may be an exciting vision, but if you don't believe it become it can become a reality, you will not be moved to action. There's a big difference between visualization and, and, and fantasizing, right? You have a fantasy. It's just like it's make-believe. It's not real. It's a happy place for some people that go to these places, but it's not reality. It doesn't change you. It's, it's escapism, mm-hmm. which is not a healthy thing to do. Visualization is not fantasizing. Visualiz- visualization is getting an image of who you want to be, of where you want to go. But then when you partner that with belief, when you truly believe that, that is what propels motivation. I was pausing if anybody has any thing well, to add I'm to that because I was talking I'm a thinking. lot. Mia That's had okay. a really deep thinking face going I did. on. There, so. <laughs> I'm what in my going thinking chair. No, I just, it's, it's, I guess it was your, uh, just separating the fantasizing and the the visualization and the imagination, um, the escape. And I mean, I think as adults, it's like we escape more than we want to, you know, kind of imagine what our life could be. Um, and you just get caught up. And I don't, I don't think people realize what they're doing. Yeah. So, and, and some people get really confused. Some people are like, oh, he's talking about visualization. That's new age. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Or that's fantasy. That's, a, you know. And, and, and other people are like, no, I, I, love, I believe in visualization. It's my escape from reality. It's like, no, no, we're not talking about either of those things. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being rooted in reality, what reality you want. And the truth is, neuroscience has now proven this over and over again, that reality, our reality, where we are right in this moment, where you are right now as an individual, has been shaped by what you've imagined to this point. Just let that sink in. I am where I am because I envisioned being here. Or, for some of you who don't like where you are, is a default. You happened here because you had very little vision, and so it's just happenstance. The most successful people in life are those who understand the science behind this, that... It is my imagination that paves the way 
for me to get to where I want to go. We got to take a quick break. We're going to come back and unpack this with more detail right after this. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co-host, Coach Mia, and producer, Coach Brandon. Thank you. We've been having a great conversation um, about a lesson we just filmed for, for students all over America. And we're talking about something that educators and kids and parents alike have said, can you please do a series and talk about motivation because I've got no motivation, Coach Seth, or the parents or teachers saying my kids lack the drive, the push, the motivation. They're not interested in anything. And we're just unpacking kind of the science behind motivation, that motivation is birthed by our imagination. It's really our, if you want to have a superpower in life, you want to like find out what the secret success of people who are successful are, it's they, they've tapped into their imagination. They've allowed their mind to wander with the possibility of hope that they could actually do something significant for their family, for the world, or for themselves, whatever that is, whether it's selfish or whether it's, you know, has a grander value to the world, it's because they tapped into their imagination. They let it wander into something that is exciting. That brings motivation. But it really doesn't motivate you or propel you to action unless you believe deep down that can happen. So you have to visualize it to the point where there is now emotion and feeling attached to it. Now, there was a study done years ago by the renowned Harvard psychologist. Um, her name is Ellen Langler, and she studied two groups of maids. And, uh, you know, their study showed that 67% of these hotel maids uh, didn't believe that cleaning all day was giving them any exercise and so because of that, they received no health benefits. Although, actually, the study showed that they were receiving, you know, they should have been receiving massive health benefits because their daily regimen, like, overshot the daily requirement and criteria for exercise. So they, they, they put two groups, they divided them into two groups, and one group was educated on the fact that they were actually exceeding their exercise regimen uh, standard, and the other one was not. Guess what happened when they actually did a health study, did blood samples, and tested their physical fitness? The women that were educated on their physical fitness, they actually had lowered their blood pressure, they had lost weight, and they had a, a better hip-to-waist ratio. Why? When did it change? When they were educated and they believed that their daily regimen was actually actually beneficial to their health. When they believed. The other group stayed the same. Mm. 
all because of their belief. Doing the same thing, but their belief changed everything. Did did that knowledge like change how they did things outside of work though? Like understanding and knowing that they're getting this exercise at work, did that probably change their just their their leaving like their mentality in and out of work as well? The study didn't specify that level of detail, but mm-hmm. you know that certain women, just the whole mindset changed. Right. Matter of fact, now I'm healthy. Like I'm doing things that are, and you're, you start to outside of that probably make some choices that are probably helping as well. I imagine. Well, not just outside, but inside. Yeah. Like if you know that doing the va- run the vacuum and you're going to work out, you're probably thinking about the muscles. You're probably thinking about how you're doing things. So you're probably Turned into a yeah. You're probably thinking <laughs> like, hey, I'm, I'm working out here. You know, I'm getting this done. I'm making this bed. I'm getting these sheets. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pulling. I'm using these muscles. Like that's how our brains are wired. As soon as belief comes in the picture, and and knowledge comes in, when you start thinking different thoughts, even mm-hmm. right, it's a game changer. So there, there's a, another study that was conducted with students and teachers and psychologists lied to a group of teachers telling them that they'd pre-tested every kid in their school and that they'd identified what they called, quote unquote, the brilliant kids. And so they, they told the teachers this when, in fact, they hadn't tested any of the kids. They'd randomly taken kids from 18 different classrooms. At the end of the school year, they tested the IQ of all the kids. And the kids that were considered brilliant, they had raised their IQ multiple points in different areas. All because of what? Because the teachers believed that specific group of students was brilliant. Mm -hmm. The power of belief. And that one ties to the self-fulfilling prophecy of if you start to believe in students, they'll start to believe in themselves. So uh, now I believe in this student that they're capable and they can do these things. They're going to believe it too. That's exactly right. So there's this whole, um, this whole theory, um, that, that really, you know, educators, a lot of educators understand and, and probably not to the level that, that we should, that we have so much influence. Like it, and, and I talked to this, to parents and educators a lot. The most important thing you can do for kids is when they look you in the eye that they see belief. Like that's foundational. It, it goes back to belief. When they see this person believes in me, it's a game changer. If you're just teaching me, that's your job. You have to teach everybody. When you, when, when you look in their eyes and they see belief, it, it, there is something supernatural or scientific. It's probably a little bit of both that happens in our biochemistry. And this is, this is proven scientifically that biochemistry within us changes with the power of belief. So it's, it's mind over matter. There's another study we talk about where a, a group of women were, were, who, who were struggling with, with nausea uh, were, were given a, a, a set of drugs, take these pills because this will take away your, your, your nauseous feelings. When indeed the pills created, they induced nausea. Guess what happened over time? The women that were on the drugs, all their nausea went away. Why? I'm telling you, science is now proven over. There's so many studies that show your, when you have a belief, when it gets to not just a thought, 
But when there's emotion, you're convinced of it, when you believe it, there's something that happens in your brain. It sends a signal to every single cell in your body that this is the truth. This is how we're supposed to perform. So fall in line and create this reality. Thus, the body, it actually conforms to the mind. Fascinating. It is fascinating. And and, I mean, I say this all the time, but we just don't realize the power of our brain. I mean, and there's, I think we use it in certain, um, you know, situations, but it's like if we would use it every, in all the situations that are challenging, I mean, you truly can change your life, change your situation. And that's why evaluating our beliefs is so important. Um, I've talked about this before, but my every year I have a theme, like a word, Mia, you do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You pick kind of a word that you kind of ground yourself and just, you, you kind of apply to studying and learning more about and applying it in your life. Love has been my word and it has been, it has been amazing how I've focused on the word love and learning everything I can about how love works and how to live that out and how to operate in love, not in fear. And it, it's amazing how what happens when you put your imagination, you wrap around certain concepts, how it exposes the different beliefs you have that are wrong, mm-hmm. that you didn't even realize you held because you, you're creating an environment where you can be aware of what's really running your life, your thinking, your body, your relationships, your motivation. So last one is this. Uh, animals have the same physiological reaction. When an animal is in the desert, like looking for water, and it's going for hours and hours, and now it's getting weak, it's getting tired, it's just about ready to give up, but then it catches the scent of water, immediately what happens in the brain is the same thing happens to us. There's a dopamine hit that says you're close. If you ever ran a race, it's like when you see the finish line. You come around the course, it's like, I got a burst of energy. You, you've experienced this in life where you get this extra burst because what? When you believe and you can see something close, you feel it. It energizes you, it propels you, it motivates you to move forward in life. And that is the, that is the core lesson we're teaching kids. All right. We are out of time. Uh, Coach Mia, Coach Brandon, thank you so much for joining. Incredible show. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.